everyone, and welcome to another episode of What the Chowl, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Natalia. And I'm Haley. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 23, and it's a very exciting episode because it's actually our six-month anniversary. Holy moly. Very right? exciting. It's so exciting, and it's just crazy to think that we started this half a year ago. Right? I mean, thank you to everyone who's been along on this ride with us. We've had so much fun, and we absolutely cannot wait to see where the next six months takes us. Yeah. Also, before we dive on into today's episode, if y'all hear some background noise, it's the lovely construction workers who are repairing the carports outside of my apartment. Um, So please disregard that, unless you're into construction ASMR. Then enjoy it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. This is going to be kind of a news-heavy episode. There's just been a lot going on here in our postseason and offseason, so we got lots to chat about. Definitely. Um, Starting off, we said that we'd keep you updated on the AHL. So here we are. The Coachella Valley Firebirds, who's the affiliate for the Kraken, and the Hershey Bears, who's the affiliate for the Capitals, have made it to the Calder Cup final. Finals run through June 21st, if necessary. Um, It's a best of seven series. In other minor league news, the Quebec Remparts are the CHL's 2023 Memorial Cup champions. Um, In case you didn't know, because we certainly didn't, (laughs) the (laughs) Memorial Cup is a tournament played between the champions of each of three of Canada's junior hockey leagues, the WHL, the OHL, and the QMJHL. Um, Quick little fact for my Ducks fans out there, Ducks prospect Nathan Gaucher was part of that championship team. Nice. We love it. Super cool. Uh, Moving on, we had a kind of three-way trade deal going on. Um, The Flyers have attained Cal Peterson, Sean Walker, a number 22 pick, Helgi Granz, and two additional picks. Um, The Kings get Hayden Hodgson and Kevin Connaughton. Um, And then Ivan Provorov is heading to the Blue Jackets, which might be the funniest thing that could have possibly happened to him. (laughs) We're not going (laughs) to ramble about this one, but let's just say we had a good laugh about it. (laughs) Moving (laughs) on. If you're a homophobe, you get banished to Ohio. Basically. It is what it is. Who's mad? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody says no. (laughs) Okay, um, the NHL has announced the 2024 Stadium Series matchups. There will be two games this year, one between the Flyers and the Devils, and the other between the Rangers and the Islanders. They both take place at MetLife Stadium on February 17th and 18th. And um, another fun game has been announced, too. The Oilers and the Flames will play the Battle of Alberta in the Heritage Classic outside in Edmonton on October 29th. It would be so much fun if we could manage to make it to that Islanders game. The first thought that I had when you said that was, I'm going to freeze my poor butt off. Can you imagine sitting outside in February in New Jersey? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be cold. (laughs) I don't like, I'm not a big fan of these like stadium series matchups because I just feel like, you know, they stick you in a football stadium and you're sitting there and there's never a good seat and it's freezing like that is true it's so much I feel like it's got to be harder to see the game because you're so much farther away yeah than you are in an arena I would imagine so 
I don't know. I don't know that I'd be down for that one. Okay, maybe not. Maybe we'll go to an indoor Islanders game instead. Down, down. <laughs> the um, All-Star game, on the other hand, wouldn't be mad at that. You want to go freeze your butt off in Toronto instead? Well, at least the game's inside. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. We'll go that... bug my uncle over there. All right. Hey, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I just invited myself over, it's fine. Hey, surprise, we're coming to stay. We're going to the All-Star game. <laughs> Please have jackets ready for us. Yeah, honestly. All right. There have been lots of staffing changes here in the offseason. The Penguins have hired Kyle Dubas as president of hockey operations. Interested to see how that goes. (laughs) Um, The Leafs added Brad Treleving as their general manager. And the Nashville Predators have hired Andrew Brunette as their new head coach. Um, so lots of changes going on. And then both of our teams have new coaching staff as well. Um, the Capitals have hired Spencer Carberry and the Ducks have added Greg Cronin as their head coach. And I think I speak for both of us when I say I'm excited to see how it will work out for each team. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've done my little background check on Cronin and I think he brings a lot to the table. Um, it seems like he has a lot of experience working with and developing younger players Um, So I'm really excited to see how that goes for our team. Um, He's also 60, and he doesn't – you'll see why I'm saying this. He doesn't look a day over 40, and I just think that that's magnificent for him. So props to him for that. Good for him. You're so much more dedicated of a fan than me. I have not done a single bit of research on Spencer Carberry or Craig Cronin. I was just like, oh, new coaches, fun. Sounds good. Well, someone did their research and that's what matters. (laughs) That's true. The people that needed to do their research did their research. (laughs) At this point, the decision is made. I have no impact on the situation either way. (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right, moving on to a little piece of player-related news. Um, The Montreal Canadiens have signed Cole Caulfield to an eight-year contract, and he seems really happy about it. So hopefully that works out well for everyone involved. I'm sure it will. He seems to love playing there, which is so exciting for him. So love that he'll be there for another eight years. We're just, you know, waiting on Zegris, Drysdale, McTavish, you know, waiting on their (laughs) their extensions too. Patiently, patiently waiting. Are we going to talk about the way that our friend Tyler just dropped a picture of Jamie Drysdale yesterday on the Ducks Twitter? Yeah, and then Ducks Twitter collectively freaked out about it. Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, you guys will know why they tweeted a picture of Jamie Drysdale with no context, but... (laughs) We still don't know, and it's been almost 24 (laughs) hours, so... You know what? I'm not mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just our, like noon Jamie Drysdale picture time. I, I'm not I'm not <laughs> complaining. I don't think Duck's Twitter is complaining. No, certainly not. Nobody's mad about a picture of one of the most attractive players oh, in the okay. NHL. <laughs> we, we knew this was going to happen eventually because Jamie Drysdale hasn't played in quite some time. Um, during that time, Haley has found an immense love for the man. And um, we all knew it was going to come eventually. So Y'all, there she is. Confess it, love. When Jamie Drysdale starts playing hockey again next season, it's over for me. Like, <laughs> that's that's all it is. Like You say that like it's not over for you now when he's, like, Duck Twitter has just posted a picture of him. You're right. You're right. I just, ugh, he's just so, like, a really good player. 
And he's so like sweet and wholesome and lovely. And I just, I unashamedly love him with my whole heart. A very, very nice testament to Jamie Jizo. Thank you for that. Now you know. (laughs) I think we, some of us already did. You. (laughs) Okay, moving on to um, the finalists for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy, um, which have recently been announced. Um, Michael Backlund of the Flames, Darnell Nurse of the Oilers, and my man Captain Anders Lee of the Islanders are the final three. Um, For those of you who don't know, the King Clancy Trophy is given to players who show leadership on and off the ice and make humanitarian efforts in their communities, which is super cool because he was one of our stars last week. Yeah, we love that. That would be so awesome if he won. Yes. What a great testament to his character. For sure. And the fact that he's a captain. Awesome. We love that for him. Um, so there have been some like fun, interesting little celebrity NHL crossovers this week. Um, it was announced that Dirks Bentley, the country music singer, um, is going to be hosting the NHL Awards in Nashville, which seems so random to me to have a country singer hosting the NHL Awards. <laughs> it is kind of random. I guess but, because it's Nashville. I guess so. Do you know who hosted last year off the top of your head? I have no idea, but keep rambling. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, And then there's also been some interesting artists headlining the pre-show events in Vegas um, and in Florida as well. Uh, Marshmello and Lil Jon have already performed in Vegas, and then Flo Rida is performing in Florida. So it's just really interesting to see, like, really mainstream celebrities getting involved in hockey. Wait, that's so funny that Flo Rida is performing in Florida. (laughs) Isn't that just so appropriate? I love that. (laughs) Um, the host last year was Keenan Thompson. Oh, okay. A good host. Yeah. I bet that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed I missed it. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Very. I, I, it's weird to me that they don't pick like a sports figure, like a former player or like somebody like that to host. They just pick like some random celebrity i don't know much about dear Bentley, but he has he like hosted stuff like this in the past like is that kind of like a repertoire he's got i don't know i have no idea guess we'll find out we will find out it'll be interesting to see <laughs> um <laughs> continuing with our celebrity nhl news we saw a picture of one of the kardashians i don't know who because i don't know them um, wearing a Chicago Blackhawks jersey as a dress out and about. And um, that kind of threw us for a loop. She looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, she styled it real nice. I just, I have no clue which one it is or why she was wearing a Blackhawks jersey to begin with. But <laughs> Okay. Making jerseys fashion. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, interesting. Um, And then finally, Queen Tessa Virtue and her husband, Morgan Riley, the ice hockey player, were... (laughs) If you know, you know. We'll we'll put the tweet up on our stories because it was just so funny. Um, They were spotted at Taylor Swift's Eras Tour in Chicago, and you guys know we're all about the Swiftification of the NHL on this podcast. Heck yeah, we are. I cannot wait to see how many more NHL players end up at the Eras Tour by the end of this tour. I know. I think there's been a a handful, a small handful. Yeah. I think there's been a couple Predators players. I'm not sure who. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll have to look into it and keep you guys updated about. That'll be a new (laughs) little mini segment on the pod. (laughs) Who was spotted at Eras Tour this weekend? (laughs) 
And in some very wholesome news, Florida Panther Brandon Montour very recently became a father to baby boy Kai. Aww. Um, he is such a cute little one. So big congrats to Brandon and his wife, Ryan. Um, talk about timing, too, because the baby was born literally right in between the break between playoff games. Um, I'm sure that was a huge relief that um, he could make it back to Florida. Um I also have to mention, like, how cool would it be to bring home your baby and also bring home a cup in the same month, assuming that all works out for the Panthers? Oh, that would just be the absolute, that like, he's peaked if he does that. Oh, yeah, like, that's, that's the awesome. highlight of his life. And also, he'd get to put the baby in the cup, and oh, it would be so cute. Little baby Kai. very very exciting so fingers crossed we have like a weird my mom and I were talking about this last night where there's like this weird history of like players getting wildly better and like um just thriving after they've become a dad so we'll see maybe maybe that's what they need maybe baby Kai is a secret it's that dad energy something about it they're like, now I have somebody that I really have to perform for. Like, I have to leave my legacy, you know? Like, <laughs> very cute, very wholesome stuff going on here. Oh, game three tonight. We shall see if baby Kai is the lucky charm. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, our last little bit of news. Um, Team USA won gold in the World Para Ice Hockey Championship. Uh, they defeated Canada 6-1, to one, um, and wow. that makes this their, yeah, for real, um, that makes this their third straight gold medal and sixth championship overall. So big congrats to Team USA. They're doing amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, really awesome. All righty, we're moving on to our favorite segment. At least my favorite segment. I don't know. Your favorite segment? I love it. It's so fun. It's a great segment. It's, can I ask you a question? (laughs) Um, I've got my It's a Love Story hat. Cute. Um, All right. Let's see. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Okay. Who is a player that you used to dislike but actually like now? Ooh, okay. Hmm. I feel like I've got a fitting one. Okay. Because he's currently playing in the Stanley Cup final. Oh, okay. Matthew Kachuk. Oh, now, yes. yes. He is the potentially the biggest pest in the <laughs> NHL. And that used to really get on my nerves, I won't lie to you. But I think the more that I've sat with it, the more that I've watched him throughout the playoffs, he's so fun to watch. And yeah, he's a phenomenal he player. Um, the pestness, if that's a word, we're making it one, <laughs> has kind of grown on me. Um, and it's also made me come to the realization that a lot of my favorite players are, in fact, pests. And <laughs> now I guess I like that. So, um, anyways, I don't really dislike Matthew Kachuk anymore. I don't know how you could. Unless that's he was playing one. against your team. Yeah. Then I yeah. understand. Then I get why you would dislike him. Yeah. But he's That's not. a good one. Thank for you. Sure. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I'm not going to take your answer, but I do kind of feel the same way about him. I was kind of like, mm, eh. And now that I've been watching him play so much, I'm like, oh, I kind of like him. He's like, kind of fun. 
Needless to say, this series hasn't been the most entertaining in the entire world. Yeah. He's keeping it fun. Yeah. So props to him. He does. He brings fun to hockey. He does. Which we love. Um, Mine is going to be kind of controversial to, to Ducks fans. Because when I first started becoming a Ducks fan, and I first started watching them, something about John Gibson. <gasps> I know. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry for the dramatic gag. <laughs> was just like, I don't know. There was just something about him that I just like wasn't into. And I like, like, I don't know. I Why just got like. I know this? I have no idea. I just got like weird vibes from him. Oh my goodness. And then I knew that he was like pretty like scrappy and feisty and i'm like i'm usually not a huge huge fan of players that are like that says the says the main tom wilson yeah i was gonna say we know who your favorite player is except for tom wilson okay um usually not a big fan of that but then i just like the more i started watching him and the more i like got to like know who he was like off the ice too i was like oh i like misjudged him i guess i don't know i Love him now. He's amazing. Sav, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> I feel so bad. We'll, we'll shout out Sav because I just feel so bad for her because I feel like there is such a high percentage that we're going to lose Gibby this summer. I know. Oh, I know. I can't imagine the pain of losing your absolute favorite player on your favorite team. Like, it just would not be a good time. It really would not be a good time. It would be so sad. It'll be such a loss if we lose him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it will. It'll be a lot of losses, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sav, if you're listening to this, we're sending you a big hug. (laughs) (laughs) Hang in there, girl. (laughs) Okay. Next question. I stupidly used yellow post-it notes, so I'm having the hardest time finding them in my yellow hat. (laughs) Okay, um, okay, this is an interesting one, too. I stole this one from LAP, so. Shout out. Is there ever an an acceptable time to leave a hockey game early? Ah, okay. So not the late arrivals, but the early leavers. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Love that. (laughs) Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Like, if your team is getting blown out of the water or if your team is blowing someone out of the water and it's just, like, not even fun to watch anymore, then I feel like Mm. you can leave early. I Okay, so I, I like, preemptively agreed with you there before I realized what you were going to (laughs) say. So I'm going to take that little yes back. Um, I do think that there is an acceptable time to leave a hockey game. I don't think it's when your team is blowing somebody out. Um, I think the only time I've ever been able to justify leaving a game early is when my Ducks are losing, like, 8-1, and there's absolutely no chance. Like, there's, we're halfway through the third, there's there's gonna be a ton of traffic on the way out. Like, you might as well just (laughs) leave beat the traffic, start heading home, beat the entire line that's going to be waiting for you at In-N-Out for your post-game meal. Yeah. Yeah. There's no coming back from that. Okay, fine. But I think on the flip side of it, if your team is the one blowing the other team out, you got to stay. 
Like, you gotta, you gotta root them on until the end, because they, they won, you know? You gotta celebrate with them. Okay, fair enough. I'm also one of the firm believers in, like, it's not over until it's over. So, like, if the game is close enough where, like, you could score one and get a quick empty netter, like, I'm staying in my seat. Well, yeah, same. I'm talking about if it's, like, something crazy, like, 6-2 to two in yeah, yeah, the yeah. third period or something. where like There's no bouncing back from that. There's no coming back. And then at that point, it's just like, well, we won. Okay. Like. I see where you're coming from. It's like, it depends. Yeah. It also depends on how many games I've been to that season, how excited I am to be at this particular mm-hmm. matchup. You know, if it's a game where I'm kind of like, I don't really care about the opponent, it's like my, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh game of the season, I'm kind of just like, eh. But if it's like my first game of the season, then I'm going to stay. Totally fair. Totally fair. I think I think there's Quite definitely the topic of debate. <laughs> I know, honestly. Who would have known? Usually you and I are on the same page about things, too. I know. I know. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm very curious what our listeners have to say about that one. So slide into yeah. the DMs. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Last question. If she can ever find the sticky note. It's very difficult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a hockey-related one, but it's an interesting one. Okay. If you were creating your own country... <laughs> What song would you use for the national anthem? Ooh. Okay. I mean, I feel like I have to go with a Taylor Swift song. Otherwise, like, who am I? Of course you do. Oh, gosh. I feel like I have to go with New Romantic. I was just going to say, it sets you up. You have to. Simply because she says, heartbreak is the national anthem. We sing it proudly. It's perfect. Like, it was made to be a national anthem. It's a great song. <laughs> and it's a good one. Yeah. I won't steal yours. Um, but I am going to do a Taylor Swift song. Of course. It wouldn't be us if we didn't. Oof. Okay. Well, let's go with one from Speak Now. Because of course. That's on brand. Speak um, Now, I Taylor's like... version, out July 7th. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Long Live. Oh, that's a good one. Because I feel like, you know, very celebratory song. If you want yeah. it to be a little bit, like, patriotic, it could be, depending on the way For that sure. you interpret it. For sure. Let's go I like with Long that. Live. That's a good one. That's a good choice. Yeah, I like it. Cool. You want to, It's like you want your country to thrive. You want it to live. Long live. Long live yeah. my country. Incredible. Exactly. Great choice. Thank you. <laughs> that about wraps up our uh, Can I Ask You a Question segment this week. We're going to dive on into our hockey history. Um, this episode is be- being recorded on June 8th. Um, and on this day in 1988, Mario Lemieux won the Art Ross and the Hart Trophy, becoming not only the first Penguin to win both awards in the same season, but also the first Penguin to win either award. Wow. Good for him. Killing it. In 1971, going a little backwards in time here, um, the Penguins, again, obtained future Hall of Fame defenseman Tim Horton, yes, the coffee man himself, <laughs> our king, uh, from the New York Rangers in the NHL interleague draft. 
Horton played in 44 games for the Penguins during the 1971-72 season. This is very quickly becoming a Tim Horton praise podcast. (laughs) Like, this is like two episodes in a row where we've been talking about how great Tim Horton is. Shout out to Tim. Our man. Um... Okay, I don't think we've ever done this before, but I also don't think we've ever recorded on a day where my favorite player happens to have a birthday. Um, One of my favorite players happens to have a birthday. So, um, in 1997, our favorite Canuck, Anthony Beauvillier, was born. So, happy birthday to Bobo. Yay, we love it. Happy birthday. Hope he has a great one. Big birthday for you today. (laughs) Come on the podcast. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to our newest segment, Women of the Week, a.k.a. Wow. (laughs) Um, Our first Woman of the Week, we have two this week. Hillary Knight has been named the first ever female IIHF Player of the Year. She is the first woman to reach 100 career points in the tournament as well. Um, She led the U.S. Women's National Team to a gold medal at the 2023 Women's World Championship with her eight goals, including the game-winning goal in the final against Canada. So she very clearly deserves the Female Player of the Year award, which is awesome. All that's left to say is wow. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Our um, second woman of the week is Jessica Campbell, who is the assistant coach for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Um, she's actually the first woman behind an AHL bench, and she's going to the final in her first year as assistant That's coach. so awesome for her. We love to see women thriving in hockey. We do. Absolutely. Okay, speaking of women thriving in hockey, I want to just jump back to the Hillary Knight thing for a second. Yes. Because when I, when I first saw this about her... The way that I thought it was, was she was the IIHF player of the year, and she was the first woman to get that award, which I was like, oh my gosh, that's so incredible. Like, they chose a woman for their player of the year. No. Turns out there is a female player of the year award, which is this is their first year doing that award, and then there's a male player of the year award, which... Why do we have to do that? Like, why can't we just have an IIHF player of the year overall and have it happen to be a woman? Like, why do we need a female? Because clearly they knew that Hillary Knight deserved some kind of award because of her performance this year. So why couldn't they just make her the player of the year? Why did they have to create a whole new award? I mean, I think it's great that they're, like, recognizing female excellence props to them for that but like why can't we just have an award given to someone who very obviously earned it yeah exactly like it's as simple as that yeah so we're very happy for her and she's phenomenal but I was kind of like "Eh, a little bummed yeah (laughs) I get it I really do you know what she's the IIHF player of the year in our hearts She's the What the Chell IIHF Player of the Year. Amazing. (laughs) Because we have so much authority here. (laughs) Absolutely. IIHF, listen to us. Agreed. (laughs) Okay, moving on to um, a very new segment for just this month. As many of you guys know, June is Pride Month. 
So for every episode that we record during this month, we will be highlighting someone who is involved in the hockey world that also happens to identify as LGBTQ+. Um, A lot of you really enjoyed our Black History Month spotlight, so we thought it'd be a good opportunity to bring it back in a different iteration and shed some light on the diversity within the league. Yes, I'm very excited for this. Um, The first person that we will be featuring in our Pride Month spotlight is Luke Prokop. Um, He notoriously came out as gay in 2021, um, and that made him the first player under an NHL contract to do so. Um, He currently plays defense for the WHL Seattle Thunderbirds and is a prospect for the Nashville Predators. Um, We can only imagine the courage it must have taken for Luke to be the first active player to come out, Um, but hopefully his choice to do so will pave the way for other players and staff in the NHL to feel comfortable with who they are and to come out if they choose to. Um, And you can learn a little bit more about Luke on our Instagram later this week. We're going to be highlighting him in a post. Love it. Very, very cool. I'm so excited to learn more about some of the LGBTQ plus members of the hockey world. Yeah, for sure. I'm very, very excited for this segment and getting to research that and learn about them. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, moving on to our three stars of the week. Um, Our third star of the week is Tyler Sagan and his lovely fiance, Kate, who actually paid for a fan's ticket to game six of the Western Conference Finals. Um, Basically, this kid wanted tickets for the game, and he and his friend made a lemonade stand to raise money to pay for their tickets. Um, I guess they were a little bit short after the lemonade stand, so they made a video asking if anyone could donate. Um, His mom posted the video on Instagram and tagged a handful of players, um, Sagan being one of them, and Sagan responded by asking for the kids' Venmo information and sending money over to pay for the tickets. Oh, that's so cute! He said something like, have fun, bud. I was like, oh, that's just too cute. Oh, that's precious. And then I saw that the um, little boy made a sign for warm-ups for the um, one day, whenever he went to the game and it said something like, thanks for the Venmo Sagan or something like Aww. that. And I was like, oh, that's precious. Too cute. I'm so glad they got to go. What a like little fun way to interact with your fans. And like, that's so awesome. I love it. I love it. It's so simple, but it it's so meaningful. Like that kid's never going to forget that. No, not like that is a core memory right there. Agreed. Like, that'll be when he's, like, in high school, like, two truths and a lie. An NHL player paid for my hockey ticket. (laughs) Yes! That's his fun fact for life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) But that's, like, that's also such a cool story because, like, one day when he's, like, telling his grandkids why he's, like, such a big fan of the Dallas Stars or whatever, he'll be like, Aww. I'm getting a a little sappy up in here. Precious. If you guys don't know, Nat is like one of the sappiest oh people gosh. that I know, and I love it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm definitely a sap. Okay, moving on. Don't blow my cover. <laughs> moving on, our number two star of the week is Aiden Hill, who made an incredible paddle save to keep game one of the Stanley Cup final tied in the second period. If you haven't seen it, we'll share the video on our Instagram stories this week because it is definitely a highlight reel save that needs to be appreciated. Um, And his play throughout the first two games of the playoffs has been nothing short of sensational. Um, He stopped 33 of 35 shots in Saturday's 5-2 win over the Panthers in Game 1, as well as 29 of 31 in a 7-2 victory in Game 2 on Monday. So he is 
huge, huge factor in Vegas's success so far. We will definitely see um, how the game goes tonight, but I'm excited to watch it and see how he plays. Yeah, I, I like genuinely hope the Panthers hockey gods listen here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not jinxing anyone. I genuinely hope the Panthers win just because I'm not ready for hockey to be over yet. Oh, same. Hockey gods, if you're up there, please, please elongate the season. None of us are ready. I need seven games here, people. Yes, I agree. Our um, number one star this week is none other than Mr. Connor Bedard, who, to no one's surprise, made Canadian Hockey League history last week. Um, He won awards for being the CHL top prospect, top scorer, and David Branch Player of the Year. It's the first time since the top scorer award was introduced in 1994 that a player has won all three in a single season. That is insane. This kid's unreal. Like, I maybe he's just a robot. Like, maybe he's some experiment. Maybe. <laughs> he's like a glitch in the vortex, and that's why he's just, like, wildly good at this game. Yeah. I'm genuinely very excited to see how he does on NHL level play to see if he can still keep up that like caliber of excellence and just like being absolutely unreal I I feel like he can surely surely kind of mad he kind of mad we're not gonna see it happen on ducks but yeah I'm not salty (laughs) not at all Even without all that, he would have still been our number one star this week because he also chirped the hell out of Paul Bizanet when (laughs) he joined the TNT broadcast for Game 2 this week. If you haven't seen it, basically one of the guys on the panel asked him if doing things like sitting in the same room as Wayne Gretzky in the Stanley Cup is kind of becoming his new normal. And he responded by saying, it's a pretty crazy experience, and then followed it up by saying something like, you can see a couple of pretty good players on this panel, and also Biz is here too, which is just <laughs> a fantastic chirp, and we're never mad at a little Biz shade. Okay, since we're on the topic, are we finally going to tell them about our love-hate relationship with Paul Bissonnette? Love-hate relationship? Uh, um, tolerate? Our tolerate-hate relationship. Toler-hate relationship. Taller hate. Um, Okay, long story short, we have a uh, taller hate relationship with Paul Bissonnette because he's technically the reason we met and started this podcast, Um, but he's also the reason we needed to, so do with that what you will. (laughs) We're being mysterious, not giving out details. (laughs) Exactly, gotta leave a little mystery. Long story short, Paul Bizanet is the reason we started this podcast. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Paul. <laughs> if you go do a little bit of digging into my Twitter history, you'll find it. But yeah, actually, you don't do, do that. Don't no. do that. <laughs> if you know the reason or you figure out the reason, we'll send you something. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm down with that. If they're really dedicated and willing, they deserve something for their efforts. Cool. Also, if you start sending us questions, we might send you something, too. Genuinely. Please. Please send us questions. Y'all can tell with the way that these questions have been um, advancing, I guess, um, that I'm the one coming up with them. (laughs) That Haley's the one coming up with them. 
Or we steal them from LAP. Yeah, or or Maddie on Twitter. Or we take some sort of, like, Pinterest questionnaire and try and make it, we try to, like, hockeyfy it. It's not working, as you can tell. No. No. Please. Please send us questions. Please. All right. That was a shorter episode this week, uh, but it is time to wrap it up. We hope you enjoyed listening. And as always, please subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on and leave us a rating and a review. Um, Written reviews on Apple Podcasts specifically help us out a ton. It helps boost us in the algorithm and get What the Chell to lots of other people. And you can follow us everywhere on social media at What the Chell Pod and interact with us over there. And other than that, we hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy some more playoff hockey, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk at you next time. Bye. Bye. We love love you. you.